I'll create new inventions with this thing called the internet. Oh, a fire fox? There's a fox on fire? What? (laughs) (laughs) G'day everyone and welcome to the Improv Sensation. This is a podcast where we talk about random topics and ideas, hang out, and overall just have fun. My name is William Butler and I am here with my lovely co-host, Jack Morgan. Thank you very much, Will, and thank you for calling me your co-host. Before, yes. before we, he said he'd call me guest. I'm yes, like, oh, we started the recording am? before, but we just failed, and I called you a guest. Yeah, how dare you? What do you think of me? I'm so lowly. But yeah, this is our, <laughs> this is our second episode. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded the last episode, so a bunch of stuffs happened. So before we get into the topic, let's do a little small talk, shall we? Let's so do, yeah, let's get into some small talk. So how's how's uh have you been? I've been pretty good. So um, as as I was just saying to Will before, I, I got my first car. So yeah, I can, yes. I can go places now. I can be a free man, but I have to I have to pass my P's test, which I mm. uh, need to book yeah. for that still. So how many hours do you have left? Over 110. So oh. I've got less than 10 hours left. Nice. Basically. So are you going to use an instructor to get all your hours up or are you just going to do road trips every day? I've been doing road trips a lot lately, but um, I've also got uh, an instructor that I'm taking lessons with just to kind of touch me up on some finer details to help Mm -hmm. me pass the test. Uh, How about you? How about you? Uh, Stuff's been happening, but it's been pretty average. I've been helping uh, a family that's related to us move into their new house. So I've been busy with that. Uh, I've been recovering from RSI because during the HC period, uh, I was on the computer a lot, studying, also playing games, playing a lot of Minecraft. So I've been dealing with that with the last couple of months. But hey, I have high hopes for the coming weeks if I if I do heal eventually. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it just yeah, gotta like... let nature do its course. Yeah, just... yeah, or else we'll have to decapitate your hands. Oh no! Please no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, other than that, uh, I've been looking at different university courses that I want to go into because recently... Yeah, tell us us about that. Yeah, our ATAR results came through. Um, Last episode, you heard us talking about um, us getting our ATAR, waiting for that, and finally got them back. And sadly, my ATAR isn't high enough to get into the course that I want, which is upsetting. Yeah, that sucks. I yes. mean, mine wouldn't be either if it weren't for early entry, which mm, I'm so yeah. glad the the unis were doing. Like that was a lifesaver, but yep. it, it sucks because you had to go to a uni in Queensland. So, of course, that whole deal with you getting your results later on yeah. than everybody else, and yeah, it, yeah, it's so unfair. So yeah, the next round's soon. So, fingers yeah, crossed. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. But yeah, nothing much else has been happening. Um, I'll tell you a I'll tell you a quick story about um, mm. uh, the the getting the new car. Yeah. Um, the the story with uh, the Toyota Rav Four that we were going to uh, look into at Newcastle. Oh yeah. And we like contacted this guy, and he apparently he was a, a military guy, and he he's in WA at the moment, and his car is all the way in WA. So <laughs> we we saw his um, post for selling his Toyota Rav Four, and we you know contacted him, and he's all the way out there, and he was saying, "Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll ship it back over, and I'll pay <laughs> for it to be delivered to your house, and so you can have a look at it and like give it ten or so days for a yeah. guy to come and check it out and make sure it 
all works and then if you don't like it he'll ship it back over but it's like that's <laughs> such an ordeal just to sell a car and it's not even in the same state as you anymore so yeah yeah it's a wasted time and money on him and you guys as well it's like you have yeah. to wait and he has to pay for shipping and it's like an entire car how's he gonna ship it through a pl- on a plane or on a boat or yeah whatever? it would be on a plane i presume yeah, or, such or a boat, deal. but a boat would take even longer. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. And it's like the photos of the car were taken in Newcastle when it was there. But since then, he shipped it over. So it was a, it was a really good car. It was um it was around eight thousand dollars. So it was a good price and everything, low kilometers and everything. Um, but just the fact that it was in, in WA and this whole deal about trying to ship it over, it's like, what? Why, why, why don't you just leave it there? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened, but I'm, I'm very happy with the car we ended up buying. We mm-hmm. ended up with a 2003 Honda CRV. It's quite nice. It's a lovely blue color. Uh, yeah. So I'm very happy with that. All right. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Yep. So, enough conversation. So, <laughs> let's get into it. The topic for discussion for today is the internet and social media. So the, the internet. internet. <laughs> this is a dramatic trailer voice. The internet. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to the media. internet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me of the IT crowd. Sorry, I'm going to have to button here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Do you know the episode of the IT crowd where they trick they trick her into thinking this black box is the internet? This gen is the internet. <laughs> I've seen clips, but I have I haven't uh, seen the entire show or ep- or episodes regularly. But yeah, it was, it was hilarious, and all the work people there thought that was the actual internet, and it got squashed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the internet is a marvelous thing. It is the peak of our modern society. It's how people from all over the world, from all branches of civilization, how we connect how we talk to each other, how we share ideas, build companies, and form friendships uh, from a variety of different types, (laughs) whether it's just like like nice associates or you're getting married over Zoom or whatever. (laughs) Because I know people have done that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so um, the reason that I wanted to do this topic is because of a recent story that happened. So it was a couple of weeks ago, Sorry for interrupting everyone, but there is a reason why I cut the podcast at this point. The discussion that I'm about to have with Jack in the recording uh, involved a lot of personal details that I didn't actually want to share for the public. So I'm right now I'm just going to give a summarized version of what I said to him so you have a bit of an idea of what we talked about. So around the time that I moved up here to Brisbane, I was so excited to get our internet set up because in the big city, internet is so much faster. There's MBN, it's all fantastic. So I got the internet uh, modem set up, I got the MBN modem set up, but then I was experiencing some issues with the internet modem. So I had to replace that with a new modem. So a guy had to come in and install that and everything. And a couple of days after we replaced that modem, we get a phone call from a guy he claims to be tech support for the phone company that we're involved in and he essentially said that we got hacked that our internet was not secure and somebody got in and got into our information and at first I was a bit skeptical because I know that there are a lot of people on the internet especially scammers that try to get at you and get all your money by pretending to be someone else 
and it was only further down the track when he actually said to us uh, you actually gotta pay a fee for me to actually help you we hung up the phone immediately we knew it was a scam uh, and then I took uh, necessary actions I locked my bank account uh, secured other information that was very valuable and I contacted the actual tech support people yeah that was about all I told Jack so yeah back to the recording but yeah, so that struck the topic in my mind that we could talk about for this episode is like how the internet has grown so much that people can exploit it and use it in such a way to hack into someone's computer or take someone's information and how the internet has changed society for big companies and stuff like that because companies that have your information and other company that's like, hey, I want your information, they're going to sell to them for a lot of money. So it's not, not only does this company that you thought was trustworthy has your information, your email address, let's say, they've sold it to another company and now you're gonna get a lot of spam emails and stuff like that saying, oh, you've been hacked or you've won $4 billion from discovering gold in uh, Utah or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's actually a really good thing that you, you bring up with um, the, the spam messages and everything because um, that reminds me of we were recently out on holiday and you know we stayed over at a few hotels and they had all the public wi-fi but it was like insecure public public wi-fi the instant i started logging into these free hotel wi-fis i noticed immediately the amount of spam messages i was getting that were getting flagged (laughs) it increased it just shows how easy it is for like spam bots and everything to kind of get in there just on a on the public wi-fi yeah it's it's crazy how it's, it happens these days and people take the internet for granted and it's just like ah, oh, it's a it's a thing you get on the computer you can go to websites or whatever they don't understand the complexity like decades ago people would be like oh it's these giant computers and routers yeah, these skyscrapers and- like 10 meters <laughs> high and then they span the entire corridor <laughs> this yeah. mountain of huge big boxes but yeah i feel like the internet while like so revolutionary i think it's getting unappreciated when you think about it the internet is like it's like our own little hive mind it is all our collective knowledge all stored Mm. in this one place you could look up anything to do with all of human history or politics or wildlife and the environment or money or kids shows or whatever you wanted and it's all there yeah like like a split second away from a click and it's like wow oh my gosh exactly but yeah nobody nobody thinks about it like that you, do, you don't hear people saying oh man the internet is like our big brain <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't people talk about it that much anymore it's all about like the connectivity the social media aspect it's all about just talking to each other these mm. days and who's yeah. more popular <laughs> Yeah, social media's done that to us. I'd say from the mid 2000s, uh, like from developed countries, I read it was 50% of people had access to the internet, and um, I'd say only 8% of developing countries. But then these yeah. days, it's more like 80% of developed, and it's rose is risen above 40% in developing, which is so good. So I guess that'd be a good segue into like a brief history of the internet. We begin a long, long time ago in a <laughs> land without internet and computers. <laughs> Specifically, the late 60s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the concept of an interconnected network was uh, 
that that formed around uh, the late uh, 19th century when a guy was like what we ha- what if we had a network that could go around all around the world and people could collaborate and share ideas and this was way before computers was invented so that was crazy this guy was a science fiction writer by the way so oh, okay that, big imagination yeah. The master computer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll a be a ruler of the world. He's a mad scientist. I'll create new inventions with this thing called the internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Safari? Safari? The Chrome engine? <laughs> a Firefox? There's a fox on fire? What? <laughs> But yeah, so basically around the time of the Cold War, that was when uh, different networks would send information all around the world. But really the start of the internet happened in the late 60s. This guy from this company was like, why don't we use uh, computers to talk with each other? So the first word that was sent between the two computers was login, but only the first two letters uh, got through (laughs) to the other computer before it crashed. So, oh no! <laughs> but yeah, so that was a failure. But that was the birth of the internet, and then they grew uh, far beyond that. And then the late '80s came around, and that one—that was when the World Wide Web was introduced. Browsers came during the '90s, but then that was the start of like different websites and stuff like that. So that was very interesting. And then for the 2000s, that was when Flash was a thing, and that's when social media grew so that people could actually uh, talk with each other and stuff like that. And with Flash games, people like who love video games can actually go online and play them right there. And I'm pretty sure that was, yeah, that was our time because we were born 2003. So yeah, the 2000s were our age. Golden time. So that leads me into what are the earliest or favorite moments that you've had on the internet during the 2000s or your early childhood? A couple spring to mind straight away. One of them is going into the computer room in school, which was like its own separate building. Mm. And we got to play stuff like Rainforest Mass. And we had all these older computers and everything. And it was all very simple. Yeah. Good old times. And, and another one, I was like, a oh, that daycare. And the person who ran the daycare had a, I think it was a Tetris. Mm, a natural (laughs) game of tetris on the computer yeah i asked if i could play on that so i ended up doing that in the afternoon which was fun Mm -hmm. you know who doesn't love a good game of tetris yep everyone loves tetris but yeah that's very good for me i'd say just playing different flash games uh online was my favorite like i think my favorite was earn to die which was you're in a zombie apocalypse. Uh, it's like a platformer. You have to build your car, get different engines, and the more zombies that you run into, the more coins you get. <laughs> and I just love, nice. like, this was like uh, during primary school times, and I would come home, I would go back to that game, and you could get it done in like an hour or maybe two hours, but I just loved playing that game on repeat, and it was so much fun. Yeah, in general, just a lot of Flash games. Uh, there was the Henry Stickman games that happened oh, yeah. in the late 2000s, I'm pretty sure. I have a re- recent memory of playing it. I was in my dad's office because I was just sitting there waiting for him to take me home. And I was like, oh, what if I could just 
sneak onto dad's computer and just <laughs> start playing some games. And so, because uh, I know his login and password, I just get that up. Gosh, and yes. Go into his computer. The master hacker. When you're that young and you think, <laughs> oh, yes, let me let me hack into this guy's <laughs> computer with his password. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so for like an hour, I just played just a bunch of games like Henry Stickman. I played cool maths games. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's so sad thinking about like playing those games because a lot of websites that have collections of their games, though, those websites don't exist anymore, which is super sad. Oh yeah, sad. a lot of them have been taken down over the years. Like, I'm, I'm picturing one in my head specifically, but I can't remember the name, which is so sad. And like, it had a, a lot of custom car games. Uh, oh yeah, there were heaps. I used to love playing the car games, all the old ones. Mm. I remember way back as well we had a, an actual steering wheel with like the ps oh, oh my yes. god was it like a ps3 or a ps2 or something I think but it was, PS3. Like, it was a car game with an actual steering wheel and the brakes and everything and you and i i didn't know how to turn the wheel slightly so i'd always <laughs> turn it really hard and the car would just crash into every wall as you were going along i'm surprised you didn't break it then if you just yeah. going, like, going like that yeah like i didn't have um oh this is uh, side conversation i didn't have any consoles growing up so the only games that i played besides like eventually getting a ds from my sister was just online browser games that's pretty much all i played i've never had an yeah. xbox never a ps4 or whatever yeah i mean yeah i didn't i didn't actually start playing like console games until i got the 360 when i was at least in like five or six mm. and even then like that was the only thing i had to play games on i didn't really play games on the on the internet either like on the computer it wasn't until at least i got into year seven or eight or something where i actually got minecraft on the computer and by then it was 1.8 at the oh, time yeah. 1.8 had just come out mm. and i was all excited and everything because i finally got to play on the computer <laughs> for the first time playing minecraft so that was fun yeah uh, but another thing i, I want to call out is like the original windows uh, oh. wallpaper with the the rolling hills yes because my dad did have a work computer that was a an original windows xp or whatever it's called mm -hmm. and i used to see that rolling hills with the blue sky backdrop and everything it was beautiful but it's Classic. like such an old such an old thing these days like to look it back to but back then that was just something i saw and i was like oh wow Mm. Do you remember the boot up of the computer? It was like the, the text would come up and it's like a brief pause and then it would ask you to enter or something like that. Yeah. And I don't even think you had to press enter, but every time I would smash enter, like I would sit next <laughs> to my dad who was working on the computer. He would boot up the computer and he would just sit back and just waiting for it to... Because back then, computers took forever to load yeah, up. Everything was so slow and people. Yeah. I think people don't appreciate enough how quick it is these yeah. days. It literally takes like five seconds to boot up, boot yeah. up my laptop, which is crazy. So he was waiting for that and then I would, and when that come up, I would just reach over, slam, and just slam down the enter key and he would look <laughs> at me like, the hell are you doing? And I'm like, you gotta press, press, press the enter key. It's good. And, and he was like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, those are memories that I cherish. Like out of all the ones my childhood, it's like playing on the computer back then. A simpler time. Go to school, have, have fun, just uh, be there, and then come home. Come on the computer, just play games. It's... Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even allowed on the computer that young. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so. What are some pros and cons about the internet? 
uh, pro. I think, as I said before, the hive mind, the knowledge, collective, mm. big brain. Everyone has information to everything, which is both the best and the worst thing, I yes. reckon, is that anybody can look up anything. And unless there's some like heavy lock on, on the information, yes. people can just access this. And it could be about some stuff that could get you into a lot of trouble. And I mean, mm. there certainly are a lot of things. Yeah. And main thing, this is a con, porn. Like, porn is free these days. You don't have to go out to a video DVD store and buy something or a magazine or anything like that. You could just search up whatever and it would just pop up. No, that's definitely something mm. that's become so unregulated. And so it's, so, it's being exposed to so many people at such a young age. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's a big issue you know and it can mess people up it's like other stuff as well where you can look at other adult content you know that yes that might be a bit gory and stuff yeah like one of our one of our mates uh, it was in year eight i'm pretty sure he was showing me videos like i got this video of this guy being decapitated with a machete and i'm like what the fuck yeah why, like how <laughs> why are you show why are you showing me yeah. this don't get out of my face and then it was some other kid that was older than us. He was showing us this video. It was like Mario Kart, Mario Kart animation. And it was... All I'm going to say, it was um, <laughs> MA15 or whatever. Gore, blood, yeah. the boobs and stuff like that. The boobs. The boobs. Yeah, it's just, it's just a show of, I think, despite the fact that we think we've come a long way, I don't think we actually have enough things in place to make it more user-friendly especially for the younger people as well yeah i think in the relative scheme of things the internet has only just sprung up in the blink of an eye in the comparison to all of human existence it's just been a percentage of everything yeah it's like a tiny little thing and we're only you know we're still rapidly advancing in our technology as well and our, you know our iphones and everything and the capability that we can we have like google and everything on our phone now i, I think there's a lot to be said about we still have a long way to go. Yeah, there's a lot of parents and adults that have been talking for at least the past two decades about regulating your child's life with their phone, social media, and all that yeah. different type of stuff. Because, like, it's not a healthy uh, life just to be on oh, your phone not, all the time. No. Like, I have days where I just watch YouTube nonstop. Like, it's a day and age where I would watch that over TV. With TV, oh, yeah, me too. it's mainly house shows and news and reality TV shows. It's nothing I'm interested in. I'm interested in content creators online because they do awesome stuff. They have good humor. It's just another show of how much it's changed recently for our younger generations. I mean, we, I think we were in that kind of turning period where we've yes. suddenly gone from a non-internet world to an internet world. So with, because uh, we both went to primary school, it was the year after we left primary school, uh, the school uh, moved to a new built school. Uh, the old one was torn down and all that. And it was a new one with loads of technology, with robotics and all that types of stuff. Like they got to learn code for goodness sake. When we were in primary school, there was only a few people that got to do code in robotics. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I want to just quickly mention that as well. My, my younger sibling, she got to do a lot of the, the computer-related IST courses and stuff. Like that, It's becoming more integrated in the school uh, curriculum and everything. And like how early on 
everyone's getting iPads. Like uh, everyone in primary school these days has iPads and stuff for, yeah. <laughs> uh, and computers to do everything on. But when we were in primary school, we didn't have any iPads or anything like that. Mm. Apart from a couple, I think in like year five and six that we had just to play on um, during yes. lunchtime that we could borrow. But like, mm none of that was freely available to us just to use in the classroom. Mm. So that's a big change as well for the, like in the school area. Also, like you brought up like robotics, doing robotics and stuff like that. Uh, women are encouraged to do more robotics, uh, which is which is awesome. That's a, like, that's a great thing, yeah. Because About like time, I reckon. all the technology classes and stuff like that, it's mainly males they get into that. Women aren't encouraged. It's sex, not like they aren't like encouraged, sexism. but it's like a lot of men just or a lot of boys just are interested in that kind of thing so it would be interesting to know just how many women are like just naturally interested in it and how many um are kind of suggested oh this is a a good career path or this is something that you might really enjoy so i wonder if it's kind of kind of like that but it'd be interesting to yeah think about that kind of philosophically Mm, like a separate topic but like people are like expected like this type of class is for these type of people yeah like, yeah hospitality is like like the old saying like women are the cooks or whatever they they're in the yeah kitchen. or like That's... textiles you don't see lots of guys in textiles yeah but like we have a we have a mate that's in hospitality we there are boys that are like interested in cooking and stuff like that and yeah. people you shouldn't assume stuff like that because you could have uh, people that are like oh i'm interested in this uh, technology stuff like this or like oh english this sounds amazing and stuff like that but people assume that it's only certain people they don't assume that there's a variety so it's good that yeah. that's being opened up and acknowledged and stuff like that uh, where were we <laughs> <laughs> sorry we did touch on this a little bit uh, what we were just talking about social media oh boy okay so I, for pretty much my entire childhood, had no interest and no involvement with any of the social medias. Same. If anybody was like, oh, hey, have, have you got this social media? Have you got this one? Have you got like Facebook or Instagram or Twitter? And I, I didn't want anything to do with any of them. It wasn't until like literally the last few years that I've only just created something like a Twitter account or a Facebook account. And mm. even then I don't use them very often. Yeah. It's like I've got a sort of, not a hatred, but I'm like a, a wariness of them just because I know, um, one, they can be addicting. They literally pay people to make scrolling through the feed and everything more addictive. Yes. And so, you know, that's a lifestyle thing in itself where they're trying to make you hooked on their app, their social media platform. And then the other thing as well is just how toxic it can be like especially on on certain platforms i know i want to stay well away from tiktok i don't have a tiktok account i don't want to i don't plan to i know there's fun stuff on there but i just Mm -hmm. want to avoid those kinds of situations where there's toxic content or people who are just being idiots and you know i know the amount of bullying and everything as well and it's such a big issue you know as well so Mm. kind of just staying out of that for my own good yeah, that's a that's a big con of the internet, cyberbullying. Not being able to see someone's face or you could just say anything and you could get away with it. It's just just harsh. And like yeah. you said about like TikTok and the people who get you to be addictive with all the scrolling and stuff like that. That's a giant pit that you can get yourself into. So Yeah. Like with Facebook, like that is 
like are, that's controversial because they like oh, all stealing platforms your... are controversial. <laughs> I, but I'd say like Facebook or what are, what do they call themselves? Meta. Like Mark Zuckerberg has been in the courtroom more than at his own desk. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social media has shaped the newer generation to be more like uh oh let's get onto this dance trend on tiktok and people give it likes and people are yeah focusing on the amount of likes that they get yeah. rather than like oh that's that look that looks interesting like well done you very good it's just about like oh like that move on the, the attention span of it is really just a click to suggest oh i like that oh no i don't like that and people get so hung up on that and it help it wrecks their self-esteem. If you have more dislikes on than likes on your post or whatever, like how do you think that's gonna make you feel? Even if you try and ignore it, it's like, oh, these people don't like what I've made. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, I can see how it would really get you. And that's another thing that I'd want to avoid with social media. That's another reason why I don't like it, is because I don't want to have a feeling of being disappointed in myself just because people don't like what I'm producing and uploading. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of like jokers online that use bots or just go to random videos and just dislike. And that was the whole thing with YouTube, hiding the dislike counter. Yeah, that's kind of a silly thing that they did. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. It's good that it just doesn't show to people like all the hate or bots and stuff like that. But it's good to have the dislike counter. Cause like if you look for a tutorial or if you're just trying to find a review exactly. or something like that, yeah. you're not gonna know if it's bad or not because like you can't see the discount. I mean the discount sorry. The, dis <laughs> the dislike counter. But yeah, yeah, so. and I think that's I think that's just YouTube's current issue at the moment. But with yeah, but with other platforms, it's still the the like dislike mm. thing, or with liking with the different emojis and responding that way. It's like LMAO, lol, <laughs> pog. But yeah, so we touched on YouTube. Like I'd say that's the main thing, the main social media, as it's called, that I look at, and I'm pretty yep, sure would that's be the same for me too. All the time. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing, well, you more than me, doing YouTube for a while now. I've been doing it for a bit on and off. I, I, I stopped uh, just because I, I wasn't happy with the quality of the videos creating. I'm thinking I'll, I'll maybe go back into it now that I've got more experience and actually know how to edit a damn video. <laughs> mm, yes. But YouTube, I find, is is a great platform for, for just sharing your passion, what you love having fun creating your own content and i think that's really special and that's something i think is a real pro that social media brings as well is that it enables you to express yourself a lot more and be able to do stuff that you want to do that usually is only restricted to like these huge media platforms and you know movie production and stuff so you can make your own short films and all that just exactly you know, in your yeah. backyard Mm, we've yeah. created a short film too <laughs> yes like for example the content that mr beast makes these days he's changed it from making just a random video just because to making a video with a prompt in mind like i spent uh, 50 hours buried alive or i re recreated squid game in real life and that's become <laughs> that's shaped how youtube videos these days get likes because when people are scrolling and scrolling they see something like 
uh, I survived on a week using one penny or something like that. And they're like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder how that turns out. Yeah, and there's that kind of clickbait factor as well. An- mm. Another thing that's yes. increased as well, how how people can grab your attention as quickly as possible. What's a most recent uh, example of clickbait that you've dived into? I don't know, actually, because I, I watch a lot of genuine YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> You can have like really striking titles like i literally watched a video called update you know no context but just 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 update yeah (laughs) i'd say um, a recent example was i was looking for a wireless keyboard Uh, for people on youtube watching i got this logitech uh, ergonomic keyboard as you can see and Mm, i've been fancy yeah before i purchased that though I was looking online for reviews uh, for people who have it. And there was this one girl who said, oh, this review, uh, 10 out of 10, 100%, blah, blah, blah. And I went onto it and she spent like a whole four minutes doing like an intro, thanking subscribers (laughs) or whatever and updating about her life. And the, the video was like five minutes long. Oh, God, and thinking about it now, I don't even think she actually reviewed it. <laughs> she had it in the background, but she wasn't talking about it. And the thing was, I don't know that that review was good or not, because the dislike counter is gone. <laughs> um, so, while we're on the topic of YouTube, I want to just test something. I want to see what your recently viewed video was or your most liked whichever you prefer and if you've had videos before that that are kind of a chain of like what you were watching or what you were liking describe that chain and like what made you like the video or something like that so what would you say your recent ones were uh well for that i'll have to check out what i've actually been watching lately i know i've been watching a lot of pokemon related content because pokemon legends arceus has come out it's a great game i've got it already and it's breathtaking it's lovely really good refreshing start to to the main series games and you know watching all the the videos about where to find these rare pokemon spawns and how to catch the alpha pokemon and you know kind of getting updates as to kind of how the game works and tips and tricks and that kind of stuff because it's Mm -hmm. a brand new game so everyone's kind of looking up that kind of stuff anyway so been watching a fair bit of that Mm -hmm. uh and then also uh the paleontology stuff i've been watching uh, a youtube channel called benji thomas who does like paleontology uh seven days of science what is paleontology paleo study of dinosaurs paleontology is the study of ancient life from dinosaurs to prehistoric plants mammals fish insects fungi and even microbes wait what Micro microbes micro microbes microbes oh my gosh look at these microbes I found if they are if they're not small enough already <laughs> yeah so all forms of extinct ancient wildlife organisms mm. I suppose yeah That's so I've been watching some of that and you know and occasionally I get the uh, suggestion for a cryptid something if there's a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot around that yeah. kind of. <laughs> It seems like National Geographic as well has a bit of that too. Yeah. Where there's that cryptid stuff. And that usually seems to get suggested when you're watching that kind of thing Mm. as well. All right. So for me, my recent search history or watch history on YouTube was bloopers and clips from The Office. Because like bloopers in general are hilarious, but the cast of The Office is just... It's just, it's just hilarious. It's very funny. Um, and my recent liked videos were, I know this is going to sound cringe, but the Dream SMP. 
Ooh, he's a dream mm. SMP man. But yeah, I recently was watching clips and stuff like that because Technoblade uh, streamed this morning, and I missed that. But I was just watching clips from that. Yeah. All right. So, what did we want to go into next? I, I feel like we've we've covered the the YouTube topic pretty well mm-hmm. so far. What else do we want to talk about? The future of technology and how social the media future. is going to go. I reckon with how social media is going at the moment, I think we'll definitely see, well, I'd hope I'd like to see a difference in the amount of explicit content or the amount of content that can be filtered out in terms of what people are able to see. I'd like to see people's attitude towards social media change as well. So I think getting rid of a lot of that behind the screen mask that allows people to just kind of say stuff and do stuff you know without putting an identity or a face you know because when you're doing something in person you know it's you know you know who's saying it to you but when you're on social media you know you're not directly in front of that person so it's easier to to say Mm. that kind of stuff oh actually yeah i want to see a world where good social media you know content creators like youtubers and maybe like twitch streamers and other content creators like that where they get maybe more recognition supposedly or yeah or, um like how on youtube they do the youtube originals and markiplier he did his um heist heist with markiplier, markiplier. which is fabulous I, I love that i love seeing stuff like that where the they can create their own content but they're not you know again they're not a huge film company or something you know they don't have this um, incredibly million dollar budget for exactly like a, yeah and mm. i think it's good you know when you're when you are a growing content creator and your influence becomes greater, you know, you want to make sure you have a stable and positive influence. You don't want to end up causing the wrong kind of influence on people, you know, yeah. causing any controversy and all that. When you're, when you get as big as people like Mr. Beast, I feel like more recognition is deserved. But yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I have nothing else planned out. I literally had, if you guys didn't know, I had like dot points ready here because with the last episode, Jack uh, went for it and he did terrific, did an excellent job. Thank you. And I was so anxious, like hosting this one. I'm like, oh, I don't want to stuff this up. I'll be like, I get midway and I'll be like, I don't know what to talk about. So, yeah. You've done very well so far. Well, well done. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> did we want to wrap it up with an improv game uh, so our improv game for today is going to be called word association one person could say tree and then the next person Bush. has to yes so the next person <laughs> eager beaver so the next person has to say a word that's similar or like associates with it so you can't have more than one word it can't be an acronym and it's got to be associated with that word. All right. Let us so, begin. Picture. Frame. Police. Ambulance. Oh, Ben. Car. Bike. Motorbike. Helmet. Uh, Seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, safety. Precaution. Warning. Error. <laughs> Does that count? Ah, oh, no, yeah, that counts. All right, I give up. I give up. That that first point's to you. I, oh well, man, you're kind of struggling, Will. 
Yeah, like what word comes after error? Um, mistake. Virus. Could have said mistake. Error, virus. virus. Mistake. No. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, so that was that was just the first one. That was a generic one. You get the point. Okay. For that. Hacker. Malware. Virus. Wait, what was the word? Sorry. I said virus. I think. Okay. Uh, quarantine. <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> COVID. Oh, wait, that's an acronym. Huh? That's an acronym, though. Really? Yeah, no, it's co- not. Co- wait, is it an acronym? Sorry, I might be talking down my bum. Is COVID... Well, people and... just say it as a word. It is an acronym. Oh, come on. But uh, you people just cor- call it COVID. Damn it. You could have said coronavirus. Co- yeah, coronavirus would have been yeah. better, I guess. I, oh, come on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well... let me off that one. Yeah, oh, no. Okay, fine. Point to you, point to you. All right, All so right. we're tied for one. Tied for one. All right. The next word is Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. Snapchat. MySpace. MySpace? Yeah, it's an old social media thing. Oh, okay. WhatsApp? Discord. Skype. Picture. Meme. Joke. Troll. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're saying it with such serious uh, voices. <laughs> um, wait, I can do it. Goblin, elf, <laughs> wizard, Gandalf, hobbit, uh, dwarf, dragon, uh, wyvern, archer, arrow, bow, uh, Fletcher. A little longer than a few minutes later. Ocean. Ocean. Sea. Uh, Antarctica. Arctic. Uh, snow. Ice. Glacier. Titanic. Wait, wait, iceberg yeah. or glacier? I mean, a glacier, an iceberg isn't a glacier itself, but um, oh. an iceberg can be created when the, the, the glacial ice falls out of it into the ocean. I don't, yeah. I don't think I should get the- I don't know. I don't think I should get the point there. Glaciers are large sheets of ice that extend for miles. Yeah. Icebergs, on the other hand, are small pieces of ice that broke off. So the world you said. Yeah, but, but they, they break off from the, the glacier into the ocean. That's the well, thing. I could have so said iceberg. You are then. on topic. Yeah. But I, I went straight to Titanic. Though, so that's okay. I mean, that it's relevant. It got sank by a bit of ice. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> All right. Do you want to call it there? Yeah, I think a call it day. You you win this one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it went on for quite some time actually. <laughs> yeah. I think I did stumble once or twice beforehand, and I think I got away with it. So. Yeah, it, yeah I, th- I, think I think we both did. Have. Oh well, yeah. I believe that will be the end of today's episode. Yeah. Hopefully, in the in the edit, we can shorten it a bit because I know I know at the end it got a, a little a little bit long. Yeah. But... We've been recording for an hour and a half now. So. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or follow on the platform that you're on, uh, and share it with your friends uh, because they might enjoy it as well. Uh, we plan to release these every two weeks, so every fortnight. And until next time, stay awesome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.